Hi, this is Christina Dam, and this is Liberate the Podcast, where we educate, motivate, inspire, and liberate your consciousness. From spirituality, holistic healing, to creativity, and conscious business, we've got your mind, body, and spirit covered. Hey there, today I'm excited to bring in one of our very own practitioners that is an amazing healer. She's a great intuitive, she's a shaman. Um, You're gonna get to know her in a deep, intimate level and we're really gonna be talking about how to clear that ancestral, ancestral, I can't even say that word right, but you know what I mean, the lineages of yourself and allow you to be free. Because I think a lot of people are waking up at a more rapid rate than ever before and trying to integrate one life and the next. And Nikki is really here to help guide, to help that movement and help transcend that. So Nikki Bridges, everybody, welcome. Hi, thank you for that amazing introduction. I was like, oh, it was like when you hear a compliment, you're like, oh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, yes, uh, I guess. Then, like, you know, you gotta, you gotta take those compliments. Yeah, if, hey, if you can't toot your own horn, who can you too? Hey, right? <laughs> so, Nikki, I would love for everybody to get to know you a little bit. Okay. Well, yes, all, all of that stuff that I do. I come from a long line of healers. Many did not know they were doing healing work. Um, my great-grandmother was full Cherokee and basically left the reservation, married my great-grandfather, and turned her back on all of her native heritage. Um, I'm from Kentucky originally, and it was just like this weird thing that we always knew that we were native and we talked about it, but there was like a kind of a shame attached, which is pretty common in the Mm -hmm. South. Uh, My great-grandmother's family actually was in the Trail of Tears and went through that whole experience. So there's such an intense native there's intense native roots all through and very specifically in Kentucky and when I was a kid in Louisville it's like all of our parks are named after tribes and schools and but yet there's such a disconnect of your lineage and having that so I've always felt that connection and as I got older I kind of reignited that in my grandma and she started to really seek out our roots and where we came from and I was always really into different types and different modalities of healing. And I was an actress for many years, so I just kind of thought it was always my therapy. And many, many years ago, a woman told me, no, you're going to be a Reiki master and you're going to do this work. And I'm like, eh, no. And then it kind of just has unfolded. And, and, and the modalities keep kind of coming. And even the other night, I did a sound bath. We had nine amazing women. And it was like we were on another level with it. And so even when I'm doing the work now... I've accumulated all this, even more things are coming through. Of I'm course. With animal totems, like there's so much stuff. And very specifically recently has been the ancestral lineage conversation and with the clients that I'm having and the sound baths that I'm having that we're remembering our gifts and we're bringing them into current time. And I think a lot of what I do now yeah. is helping guide people in that way. And what do you mean exactly by <clears throat> gifts? So not everybody's meant to be a healer. Not everybody's meant to do this work, and that's fine. But what we are meant to do is remember where we came from and why we're here. And oftentimes we don't know that. We don't, you know, we, yeah, we might know a couple of generations back. And 
you might remember certain things when you were hearing growing up, you know, that your grandma made a poultice and, 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 and healed a cut on your leg. But she was a healer. You just didn't talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, your, your, your mom cooked really big meals for everybody every Sunday. That's a form of healing. But you don't talk about it in that way. So we have these tools now for a reason. Because we're able to now access things that we have, whether that be sound healing, whether that be Reiki, whether that be shamanic healing. These things, we're in a time now we're able to access and bring them into our modern lives. That's why I called my company Urban Mysticism, because the spirituality shouldn't have to be for people on the mountaintop, or it shouldn't be separate from our own lives. Mm -hmm. It's weaving all of these things, these modalities, these gifts that we have, remembering them and weaving them into our daily life. Yeah. You don't have to be, it doesn't have to be this weird, crazy, separate thing. It's like, do a little meditation, surround yourself in white light before you leave the house. Nobody has to know that you did any of that. You can do it all in your head, (laughs) but you know that you're protected for your day. Yeah. It's stuff like that. It's just utilizing, you know, putting a little, little crystal in your pocket. Nobody had to see the crystal, but you got it in there and it makes you feel better and you feel protected in your day. It's, it's connecting. And I think more than anything, at least for me and the people that I'm, my mm-hmm. clients, is reconnecting with nature. Okay. You know, and we live in an urban environment, so that's not always easy. You know, it's not always easy to kick your shoes off and go walk in the grass when you work downtown. It's yeah. not easy so, to... So what do you recommend for people? So any time that you can have that, any time that you can have that connection with nature, it's like a reset button. So mm-hmm. if you, you know, we live by the beach. We, we, we live around a lot of parks. Yes, there are places where you can go to the grass. You can go to the Descanso Gardens. You can go to Botanical Gardens. There's places that we don't, you don't, if you're not able to travel out of the city, there's places within the city all woven through that you can... Go eat your lunch. If you have to work in an office building, if there's a little park by your office, go sit there and eat your lunch there. Kick your shoes off. Because when we're able to reconnect with nature more frequently, we're able to reconnect with that vibration, which is ultimately the vibration that all of us should be tapped into. And Mm -hmm. we're not. And that's why Mother Nature's had it with us. And everything's so screwy right now. We've done a lot of damage, but even more so than the damage we've done is that we've disconnected from that energy. Yeah, we disconnected from ourselves. Absolutely, too. absolutely. So that's it's it's reconnecting with the earth energy, reconnecting with our own vibration that connects us with the earth that ultimately gives us healing capabilities mm-hmm. and helps us to to help one another. You know, so when when did you so you were saying before that you never really saw yourself, you know, entering onto this path, becoming a Reiki master, doing shamanic healings and sound baths. Like, where was that pivotal turn, you know, from attending to doing like like pretty much anything for all of us healers out of a lot of dark stuff. And it, it and I've been through many different and it's almost like the heavier the situation I go through, the more things are revealed about what I'm supposed to do on my path. When I realized I was going to be doing it for other people, it was probably about eight or nine years ago. Um, my, I had already kind of started doing this work, just interested. I had taken a little angel card reading course. I did a course with Doreen Virtue. I did. I was doing a couple little things here and there and really started to do all the readings. And I just, like I said, at that point, it was still just for me. And then my uncle committed suicide. 
And then my grandmother passed away. And then I had a really bad surgery. And then I had this really crazy experience. And I moved to Savannah and everything went haywire. And I came back. So it was like, but, 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 but of stuff. And in that time, I was searching so hard to heal myself Mm -hmm. and my family and the experiences that we were going through that I that I knew that it was more than just me healing the the few people in my circle. Mm. And it then it started to expand and then I kind of went back and forth and then I created the gem and flower essence line that that I created uh, 5 years ago, almost 6 years ago, and that's when everything really amped up. So I had started to kind of work with the singing bowls then and then it was like then I started toning, then I started working my drum and I mean it's isn't that, Been you know, I, I find that it's, it needs to be, you know, kind of really highlighted is, you know, the darkness is our gift. Absolutely. You know, like I just we, did a post about it yesterday. When Absolutely. We, when we go through that, you know, rough periods in our life, we can choose to have it defeat us or we can choose to defeat it and be empowered you know like you can you can choose to sink in the quicksand or you can use the quicksand and say wow my legs are going to be so strong because i'm i'm running through this and every it's that much harder but it's also that much more friction creates that much more motion right and so um you know if there's anybody that is listening that you're going through a period of time or you're you know you still feel like maybe things are still getting worse you know uh look at it and say what is it in what what does this have for me because everything has something mm-hmm. for you and you know hearing what lessons na- are coming through. yeah absolutely or what transformation is going to come as yep. as an uh, on the other side right mm-hmm. and so if we can stop for a minute instead of playing victim mode or or wondering am i ever going to get out of this and say you know hearing your story it was like one death after another after another bad situation after that and and yet you know you you rose above it and you took that all the lessons and you said oh not only am I healing myself now as I'm healing myself I'm also in the position to start allowing that healing to spill over Mm -hmm. and 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 I literally just wrote a, a post about this yesterday and then the other thing too is when you go through that and then you feel like, okay, I've got clarity and things are good. And then you start to really hone whatever it is that you're going to do and find your passion and do that. That doesn't mean that then you're without it because I had gotten to a place that I was really happy about. And then I had a miscarriage and I lost my baby in the hospital. And then mm. I lost my place that I was living in. That was amazing. And, and then it was like, here we go again. And it was yeah. like cycles again. And that second or third or fifth or fourth time of my life of going through yet another back-to-back-to-back-to-back cycle, to be honest, almost took me out. And that was the probably the lowest. I thought, you know, you think when, you, when you've gone through a lot in your life that you can't hit any lower, and that definitely took me to a scary place that if it weren't for my mom and the people in my life, I, I wouldn't be here right now talking to you. And out of that, I definitely went through some dark times, and I went through some, some deep depression. I stopped doing healings. I stopped doing essences that, you know, and it wasn't, it kind of was back and forth for the next year or two. And Mm -hmm. it wasn't until last summer that I was like, enough's enough. I've been sitting in this feeling sorry for myself. I was still working, doing things, but I wasn't doing this work. Gotcha. And I was like, I could, I couldn't run from it anymore. 
Yeah. It's like I ran from it. It's that ancestral stuff. It's like I, I was following in the footsteps of so many women in my family of turning my back on my gifts to just get by because I had to be in survival mode. Mm. And I did it again and again and again through my life until last summer it was like, I cannot do this anymore. Yeah. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a risk. And I quit my job. I was still working a little bit. Took the summer off. Found some other work. And basically just started hustling. And that's how I found you. That's how I found this amazing place. And it's like, now I know I'm where I'm meant to be. And yes, it doesn't mean that it's going to be super easy now. And there's tons of hurdles. And I'm not where I feel I would like to be. But that's what it is. It's like, yeah, you can go through dark times and you can find that. But you have to also know that those dark times might not be behind you. Yeah. And they might come around the corner. But every time something else happens, it's just one more way to strengthen yourself, to learn a lesson, to go deeper within, to learn more about yourself. Because ultimately, we're all here. And especially those of us who have these things that we, these traumas and these things that we have to overcome, we are here to tell our story and to help others heal and who may be going through similar things to know that they're, you're, it's always going to be okay. And there is a light at the end of the tunnel and you will get through this and you will be stronger and you will be better as a result of it. And that's it. You know, life is a lot of tests and, and sometimes some of the tests beat you up more than others. Yeah. But it's the, it's, it's, it's the perseverance and the strength and the wisdom that you get at the other side. I'm going to be 41 on Friday and I would never want to be back 20 years ago. I know people get older and they start to freak out and say, I, I wish I was in my 20s. I'm like, no, I don't. No, I do not. I'm happy to be at this age with the wisdom and the knowledge that I have and the strength that I have and to just keep gaining more. Yeah. You know. And be able to gain more and give more, you know. Absolutely. Talk a yeah. little bit about some of your sound baths because they're, they're pretty exquisite. They're different. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that, once again, I've kind of fell into it. I started doing stuff with the bowls and I'd had a session done, not what I do, but somebody had done some kind of vocal toning over me and it unlocked something. <clears throat> and so now, and I work, I kind of channel my native energy and heritage through shamanic drumming and then also chanting. So I like to do almost a three-part in all my sound baths, unless they're really big. And if they're really big, then I kind of don't do the card reading part. But I like to give a little bit of a reading because you're not coming to my sound bath just to chill out and relax. So you're going to know you got to work. So if you're coming to my <laughs> stuff, you're going to do some work. And that's, that's, you know, that's what I always say. So it's not so much a one-size-fits-all sound bath in that way that I like to weigh in with everybody and do a little short reading because then we know, okay, we're getting clear on what I'm trying to release or what I'm trying to call in. And then each person has that kind of individual experience for why they're here and what they're trying to create uh-huh. for themselves. I do a full drum, shamanic drumming, chanting portion to really release. Let's like break it out. Let's get it out. And then I come in with the bowls and vocal toning. And it's always different. We had a really crazy experience on Thursday here. Nine women all goddess energy, all these empowered women that were coming here and, you know, and are doing other stuff. And we elevated it. We took it someplace else to where I was even kind of freaked out because it was like I was so out of body and control of what I was doing that I was like, ooh, because we always talk about this. I'm cerebral first and spiritual second. So I even try to debunk my own stuff. (laughs) So I'm doing it. I'm like, no, it wasn't that. And other people were like, yeah, it was. I'm like, oh, 
okay. <laughs> so out of this world sound bass for yeah. sure. So it's, you know, and then I come back in with the drumming at the end to seal it. Um, I have an amazing drum that I work with and I'm actually now going to bring another one in because it's a very feminine energy and I want to have that opposite. So I'm going to mm-hmm. bring in this Cherokee um, artist that makes these drums and so it's more masculine. So then I'm going to have like both levels, the feminine and the masculine drumming to come in with. So yeah, I mean, I've never, you know, anybody I've ever done work for it. I always say, you know, you, you, you might not get the thing that you came in for, but you're going to get the thing you need. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. And, um, and so, so you started doing, you know, in the last year you said, okay, enough is enough. I'm back at it and I'm going to dive back in to my spiritual journey, but also into stepping into my gifts Mm -hmm. and, what is it like when somebody does it, ignores their gifts or doesn't integrate their gifts? You know, because uh, I'm here to tell you that it yeah. starts to wreak havoc on your bud. It, 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 it literally starts to kill you from the inside out. And, and, and it's so crazy how my path has shown me this all along and I never was willing to look at it until it started to happen to me. And so I started to get all these physical symptoms and go through all this stuff last year before I turned 40, it was also due to childhood things and whatever. Oh, hopefully we're still, hopefully we're still mic'd. And then once I started to, I took all the tests, I did all of the things and I was like, make sure you turned it off actually. Oh, there it goes. Okay. Um, I'm good. Uh, once I'd done, you know, because you, you have to be armed too. It's like, we got to kind of, as much as we want to heal in these ways I do believe that everything in moderation and everything goes together so I believe that western medicine eastern medicine spirituality science all are one package together so I got all the tests and got checked and there was there ended up being nothing wrong with me and that's when I really saw my great-grandmother turn her back on her gifts got extremely ill became an alcoholic. My grandmother had to drop out of school at 14 and raise her brothers and sisters because she turned her back on her heritage and on her gifts. My grandmother basically did the same thing. And it's, it, it really will. If you don't honor or, or at least investigate the reasons why we are here, it really will start to manifest itself in other ways, physically, in your life, because you're repressing. It's, it's a repressed energy it's like any artist, you know, if you're not creating, if you're an artist and, and you have that creative energy, when you're not creating, this is often why people turn to addictions and other things, because that energy's got to come out somewhere. Mm-hmm. And if you're pushing it down, yeah. it's going to wreak havoc with your body. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, <clears throat> gifts can be all different forms. They don't have to just be metaphysical. It's a, the way I'm yeah. hearing it is your truth. Your Absolutely. True, your true essence Absolutely. of who you are as a person. If if you pretend to be somebody that you're not or you are out of alignment with what your true heart's desire is and soul's desire is, mm-hmm. it can start to cause a lot of problems. And you see that over and over again. And you attract the wrong people who are vibrating at that that false frequency that you're vibrating at. Mm-hmm. So you're attracting people that might not necessarily be bad people, but they're not the people that are aligned to your frequency. But if you're not vibrating at your correct frequency, that's how we're calling in people that aren't in alignment with us. 
because we're not being true to where we're supposed to be. So that's why oftentimes people get people that come in and it's the energy vampire thing and all this. I don't believe that everybody's out here trying to get you if you have good vibes. But I think that if you're not honing and being and honoring who you are and what you're about, then you're giving off different energy that's attracting yeah. the wrong people into your life. Absolutely. That can then deplete you and send you into a different place. So, so when somebody comes in and they work with you, how do you help assist them in getting truth to their self? My number one goal always with any, any of my clients, anybody I ever interact with is honoring their truth, but really getting to the core of who they are, getting grounded and just being able to be the best version of themselves mm-hmm. energetically, physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. I also, I don't believe in that guru mentality. So I don't want people to, to then think, I've had people over the, you know, how many sessions is it going to take to get healed? And did, mm-hmm. no, man, like, I mean, obviously I, w- I would love to see clients come back for a tune up and to, to be consistent over time. That's wonderful. But essentially, my work is to help you, give you the tools to be empowered to help yourself, to go out there and to do the things that you need to do. You know, all different things come up during session work. And I really try to kind of clear and balance, get everybody's chakras aligned and clear that and clear that energy and open up those passageways so they can tap to tap into their own higher selves, into their own guides and team and Mm -hmm. journey and mission to then do the work that they need to do. So, I mean, and that's really what I think I'm I'm seeing more and more of is like, I'm here to also help other healers and other people who are maybe not necessarily on this direct path, but on a path of helping people in general, whether they're teachers or nurses or doctors or, you know, people that are, that are really just here trying to do good for other people. And that's all part of being a healer. You know, it doesn't have to be in this package. It can be in many, many different packages. You can be a, you know, hospice caretaker or you can, you know, be a dog walker. I mean, anything. It can be, there's so many levels of of helping other people. I mean, people that are just even, you know, smiling at a store, helping you buy whatever you need or the barista at the coffee shop. Absolutely. We all contribute on an energetic level to everybody and it's how can we... How can we all vibrate a little bit better so that it creates that ripple effect? It's being mindful of your energy. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. And I and there were many years of my life that I did not do that. And I would like enter a room, my crazy story from dr- driving down the street would enter the room before me. And it's like you can manipulate a room energetically so quickly and not even know it. So you can walk into, I mean, you know, walk into a store, walk into a restaurant with a bad, funky vibe where you've carried the stuff that you dealt with out in your life and you bring it in and it's like, whoo, you can shift a space, you know? It's being energetically responsible, Mm -hmm. you know? If you want to be in a mood and you're pushing through some stuff and you're having a tough time, we all do. And that's, nobody's begrudging that. But process that stuff in your house. Process that stuff in your car. Process that stuff in a... Or, you know, with somebody in therapy or with somebody who's ready to be in that space with you. Yeah. But just entering into public environments ugh, with all of the stuff that you've got going on is not being responsible because now you've thrown all your stuff off on everybody else. So it's also aligning with your truth, but aligning with knowing like, 
you know what, like, I'm having a really bad day, but let me not, like, or catching yourself when you're doing it. Because we all do it. I do it. Mm-hmm. We all do it, but it's being like, oh, you know what, sorry. Like, let me, yeah. I'm going to deal with that later. Let me, you know what, I'm not trying to bring you down in your day. And so it's just being responsible for your energy in life. Yeah. Uh, trust me, I'm guilty of it a lot. <laughs> And so, you know, that's that would be one of the benefits of coming in and getting a healing is that you can be one of those people that uh, people can unload or clear and cleanse and let go of that or yep. come into one of your sound baths that you do here. Uh, you do every week you're here on Tuesdays at 12 right. o'clock uh, for sound baths. Um, once a month on Thursdays right now, we have you for residency. And, and my you women's know, circles, too. Yeah, and the women's circles. And, uh, you know, of course, a few days a week for one-on-one sessions as well. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there is, a, there is a, a large range of things that I offer and that I do from card readings to Reiki to shamanic work to sound healing to soul retrieval to cord cutting and really even just kind of therapy. It's like even just going through talking about stuff. You know, sometimes people just want to vent. And, and they need a vent. And they need a vent. And so it's like I always feel kind of obligated to still do the sound healing and whatever I do because it just feels like they're not separate from each other for me. But sometimes our sessions will just be, you know, like I said, unloading or, or getting something out. And then we'll always kind of tie in some healing at the end so we can kind of clear out whatever was discussed or released in the session. So, and the sound baths are always unique, always unique group of people. And, and I, I I mean, I'm always so blessed. I always say I'm only as good as, as my team, as my group, you know, when people come and I've, I've been really, really lucky. And I know it's because of such an amazing space and and energy that you and everybody here has created that we you know we're calling in that we're calling in people who are ready to work and who want healing but who also what you know are are ready to do that work and it's really cool and it's like I always always get people you know I love when I get people that have never had a sound bath and it happens every sound bath there's always somebody that's like I've never had this I'm like yeah because yeah. it's cool and it's and it's exciting and it's like a different journey that that we can go on because we all go on it together when people are coming to sit you know basically come and sit in circle and that's what I like to facilitate is that I channel a, a certain energies I work with a team I have my ancestors with me but I tap into a space and it's not me so I can't really ever take full credit because the stuff that comes out of me the sounds and all that I don't, can't really do in everyday life. <laughs> so it's like, but, but also people have to be open and receptive. Yeah. So we all kind of work in unison. So I've been very blessed in all my groups that it's people that are here. And even if it's something that's foreign to them or it seems a little weird, I always want to debunk that. I always want to like let people know that this work is, doesn't have to be weird and it doesn't have to be woo woo. and It doesn't have to be all extra. It can just be regular life, regular day stuff that you implement into your day or that you use to heal. And Mm -hmm. it's all there. It's all one. Yeah. I love that. And 
and Nikki, besides here, where can people find you? Um, on my Instagram or where in life or <laughs> like if I are, do, you know, if people are looking for you. They want maybe a little more information on your gem essences that you create. Yeah. Maybe, you know, um, on my website. So that's, uh, www.urban-mysticism.com. And then okay. I'm also on Instagram and Facebook. I don't do as much Facebook, but kind of Instagram is my medium. And is then um, it's urban underscore mysticism. Okay. Um, and we'll put all that. And that's on, well. and that's, yeah, and that's on Instagram. And then I have links on my website. I have links to like my Etsy shop and my online store and all that business. So Awesome. Yeah. Well, if you had to leave everybody with one thing, what would it be? Trust yourself. Trust yourself, trust your power, trust your purpose, trust your passion, trust your voice, trust your energy, trust that you are special, you are unique, you are here for something different than everybody else is, and no matter what, always know that you're important and you are loved, and that's mm -hmm. it. Amazing, beautiful. Thank you so much for joining Thank us. You. Thank Yay. you. If you enjoyed this conversation, like it, subscribe, and share it with your friends. If you want some more amazing resources on your path of liberation, head over to liberateyourself.com and sign up for our mailing list. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, at Liberate Hollywood. All one word or Liberate Emporium. All one word. Until next time, liberate yourself.